Welcome, welcome again to the Western Conference NBA preview. We did the Eastern Conference a couple of days ago. I'm here with the re- the uh, regular soldiers, Woody and Chris. How are we, boys? Going okay. Good. good. How are you? Good. Good. We'll just get this uh, get this show on the road, shall we? Um, talking about shows on the road. Uh, this is this is a, a a team that took their took their show on the road in Game Six in last year's uh, conference semifinals and laid an absolute egg. Utah Jets, yes, didn't they? They sure did. Well, what's, their, sure win, did. what's their win totals? Um, well, they're down at 51 and a half for this upcoming season. And, well, can can they back up what they did last year? Oh, in the regular season, they can. I think that's an easy over for me. Easy over. They, and they've always been good at the regular season. Yeah, so they if, have. So yeah. if you're talking wing totals in the regular season, I'll buy over 51 easily. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. I'll probably – I'll take overs just because looking at some of some yeah, some of the Western Conference teams and their current uh, situations, you know, i.e. Um, Golden State still haven't got Clay back, uh, no Kawhi on the Clippers. You know, some of those teams yeah. are probably – Less wins, so you know a team like the Jazz will benefit from that. I feel. Yep. Um, so and you know look, even you know to extend that further to the Lakers at the moment, that's not looking crash hot two games in. So just because like just because I'm going the over, like it doesn't mean it doesn't mean I trust them. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I just think. Um, for them to really go over and probably cover it by four or five games, um, they probably really need to bank on um, Ingles and Clarkson having similar seasons to last last year. I just don't know if if they can both back it up. You might see flashes from one or the other, but can they both do it again? Yeah, well, they've, got, they've added um, they've added Rudy Gay from the Spurs who. Provide a little bit more offense off the bench. Uh, also, also Eric Paschal from the Warriors. Yeah, as well. So they've got oh, they've got a little bit more bench depth, and Clarkson will just do what he does. Um, I think that I think that their their game style is the the one thing is is it's consistent. It's built around defense. Um, so you know. As opposed to a, a Chicago, where they're relying on outscoring the opponent every single night, so I feel like uh, I, I like the way that it's structured. Like they've got the best defender in the game, arguably Rudy Gobert, yep. uh, and they've got arguably the best two, one of the best two-way players in, in Spider. So they're they're very hard to score against on their day. So that that for me is you know a reason I look at them and go fifty-one over. Yeah, like which actually. Also, Being got, defensively built, that actually puts them in rare air, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They've also got they've also got Hassan Whiteside, which I don't know, I don't know how or why he fits into that system, but um, it, that would be there, pretty anyway. interesting to see, anyway. Yeah, and, and, and you have they've got Bogdanovich and Conley. There's a really really good nucleus there, and there were reasons for their downfall in the playoffs last year. I mean, I reckon had they had Mike Conley at full tilt for the entire series, 
it probably would have just yeah. got over the Clippers. Yeah. Particularly with it, particularly with Kawhi gone. So there are reasons, but I don't think there's an excuse for the egg they laid in game six. No. So no, does, not at, at what point does it, those sorts of losses just haunt you and haunt you? Oh, they do. Absolutely, they would. I think, like, I feel like Houston after 2018 or uh, after 2019's. Um, Western Conference Finals. I think that was mentally the end of that team completely. Was that the one? The one game seven where they missed all those threes in a row. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, the series yeah, game yeah. six. Yeah, twenty. Where they, where they well, left by double digits. Yeah, well, twenty eighteen and then twenty nineteen. They played. They played Golden State again in the semifinals, and uh, Golden State lost Durant. And, and yeah, so yeah, Houston, yeah, 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 Houston, so. Houston had all their soldiers, but they still couldn't quite. Uh, close it no, out. and that's, that's what I mean. For me, I think that was the. I think that's an example of a mentally breaking series for yeah. a team. Who, like, like, it's hard to look at that and go, okay, well, we had that team covered. They went on to win the chip. Yet we, yet now we go back to training. No championship. No nothing. We blew it, and we've got to do another 120 games to get there again. You know, it's that mental. That mental, yeah. Or can it can it fuel them? Yeah, I don't know. It I, breaks you. If they, it's just. I'm afraid if they get get in that sort of position again in the playoffs, they might. It might just all become too hard. Well, yeah, it's hard to say. Really, it's hard to say because they they haven't really been in that position before. So to 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 fall at the hurdle like they did when they haven't really been in that position for forever. Um, you can probably give them a pass, I think, and then if they fall again this year, then you, then you talk about mental scars and stuff like that. I think. Oh, so there's probably mm. there's pro- so there's probably a tier. In the top tier, you've got like you've got you got Giannis, you got Durant. Um, I suppose you could still chuck LeBron in there. You got Steph. Yeah, I'd say MB. Yeah, up there with them. Um, where does where does Mitchell fit? He's second tier. In, in I feel the, like he's second tier at the moment. He's just not quite. I don't know. He's just not quite a name. That I, I don't. Like the, to build I, I think. I think he, he struggles to take a game over. He, like you never. Like for me, I don't look at Mitchell when I'm watching the Jazz, and I go, "This guy's that, like the way a Lillard does, or something." Where they just grab the game and go, "Fuck you, you went. I'm taking this game." I don't think. Yeah. So, I, don't think I don't think Utah's style is suited to that, though. It's very, but I, it's very, no, ball, yeah. it's, it's very ball movement, three point shooting sort of conscious. I, I, I don't think I don't think Quinn Snyder's game plan sort of lends to Mitchell being able to do that. No, but but that was just kind of what I was getting to with the top tier players. Like they yeah. will grab a game and take it by the chokehold. Whereas I don't feel like even if Mitchell was given that chance, he he's capable of doing yeah, that. Still, you, you, yeah, you still, you'd still have reservations of whether he could or not. But yeah, well, no one, no one's denying he's a, he's a superstar. Like, um, just, um, he's just not quite in that top echelon yet, I don't think. No. He'd be there. I've got, I, 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 forgot, I forgot to throw in Jokic. Jokic is there. But, um, oh, absolutely yeah. he is. Yeah, but uh, he's, in, well, he's in that tier with your, um, your Paul George, your, uh, Jamal yeah. Murray, Paul yep. George, Jamal Murray, Zion. Um, 
in that in that sort of group, I reckon. So are we all we all agreed on the over here? Yeah, I think yep. so. Yeah, I think fifty one is pretty low. As I said, good, always a good uh, regular season team, and they'll scrounge out wins against teams that have to beat them. They're very, um, they're very Toronto like from a few years ago, where they just they they win fifty, sixty games in the regular season, and then you just you, you know they're not going to be a threat in the playoffs. Yeah, that's and, just the feeling you get about. Them. And it's getting to the point where they might know it too. Yeah, so that's my fear with him. Right. Right, who we got next week? Um, well, we're talking about you know. Um, Donovan Mitchell has been, you know, an up-and-coming superstar. Um, how about we go to Memphis and talk about another guy that could potentially be be on that path in Jar Morant? Jar. So Memphis, Memphis are sitting at forty-one and a half. Yeah, I, uh, I toss, I tossed about with this one. Um, so this is this is all predicated. This is all predicated of uh, on uh, Jaron Jackson taking a bit of a leap, and yeah. uh, and uh, Jar Morant sort of uh, sort of improving again. Um, I don't know. Are we sure Jaron Jackson's that good? I want to believe it. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a, there's enough there to like about him, isn't it? Like the forty one and a half. It's a it's a weird number, isn't it? Um, it is a weird number. I don't know whether they over I, or under. I think that it's right in the middle. Would, well, rather than say over or under, do you think they're a playoff team? Uh, I don't. They're a play-in team. Yep. So if, if they're a playoff or uh, or if they're a play-in team, sorry, then you're probably looking at the under, aren't you? Yeah. I think they're... I'm, I'm, Steve, Steve, Steve Adams as well. Yeah. Um, Steve Adams will probably take less of the attention away than, say, Valentunas did. So you probably... Adams is just there basically to grab rebounds and catch passes. That's about it. That wasn't Valentunas' go. He had to get the ball in the block pretty much. Yeah. So you're taking that away. So, yeah. you're probably, so you're probably giving a bit more of a go to Jackson. So we'll see how good he is. Um, and it might free up Jar a little bit. And the, hey, hey, that, uh, let's not forget the other blokes. Bain, sensational last year in his rookie year. I think he was best three point shooter in, in his rookie year in history or something. Um, no, I'm, all, not, I'm not sure about also, the, also, uh, numbers, Dylan, but yeah. I like Dylan Brooks, he's a bit of a dog as well. So, he, yeah, um, but is, have they got enough experience there though, really, to, to get them to 45, 46 wins? That sort of. Mark no, and really solidify themselves as a playoff. Team. I, I don't. I, think I don't think. I don't think they. I don't think they're quite there. I reckon Dylan. That's Brooks what I mean. Is I actually, think that's the query. Yeah, I reckon Brooks is actually their second best player, and not Jaron Jackson. That'll remain to be seen. Yeah, I like. Uh, I thought. I thought Dylan Brooks' end to last year was unreal. I thought he was. Yeah, one of the better players um, in the back half of last year. Like improving wise, he he, he improved a lot on the back half of last year. Yeah, but if I look at Memphis, I look down the roster and I go, that's a 37-38 win team, like max for me at the moment. I just, there's, there's just not enough consistent points looking down that roster. I look at it and I go, mm, you know, you don't have three guys that are going to come out and put 15, 20 up consistently at least a night. No, that's right. But 
tell you what, if, we, if we're talking about this same same core group of players in two or three years' time, we're oh. we're talking about a potentially very very good team, aren't we? Yeah, that's absolutely. That's if Jackson sort of makes a leap to where he's expected to be. So I don't know. I'm I'm not I'm not. I'm not quite in on Jackson yet. I'm kind of, I'm sort of, I got me, I got the door open. I'm peeking through it, but I'm yeah, not so. I'm, I'm, I'm taking them under here, but probably only by a couple of games. Yeah, I reckon they'll win 41 games. 41 and a half, I'll say 41 games. So there's your under. <laughs> uh, very good. Uh, but let's move on to OKC. There, they're pegged at 23 and a half. Well, yeah, well, look, they're going to be shocking to watch. And I think, yeah, 23 and a half, I'm probably looking at the under here that's as well. A, that's a definite under. Um, uh, uh, under. I can't see that team winning any over 20. Like 20 is the ceiling for me for OKC. That's a very, very average team. <laughs> to, yeah. to say the and we know, we know the path they're going down, so it's not a surprise. Oh. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. There's no expectations on them, is there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought they're, they're, they're still stockpiling those picks, or they're they're either going to be on a very good young team, or they're going to throw picks to get a star in. But what appeal is there to go to Oklahoma City for a superstar? I'm, I'm not oh, sure. they're, a, um, they're good. They're, they're, the only way they can the only way they can build is through the draft and trades yeah. and stuff. That's like that. yeah. It's not it's, a it's, uh, it's, destination it's, franchise, is it? No, it's a far cry from the three hundred million they were paying a few years ago in luxury tax, isn't it? Yeah, well, that's right—a big fall from grace. Yeah, so you got, uh, so you got uh, Gilgis Alexander. He'll probably end up scoring the bulk of their points. So yeah, uh, Giddy yeah. look, look good in the preseason. Yeah, but how long before a guy like SJ just says, "You know what? I'm out of here." Um, yeah, he's on a rookie contract, so he can't really do that. No, that's right. But when as soon as that rookie contract comes out, let's be honest, he's going to be up for some big money, isn't he? Like he's yeah. and uh, he, he's looking to be a very nice player. Well, they might, he might get the big money considering there really isn't anybody else on the roster to pay. And, no, well, that's not, what there's going to be there's going to be a big market for him though. If he if he if he makes it clear or evident that he might be looking. Elsewhere, there's going to be a lot of suitors. I'd like to say the highest. Uh, I'm just. Uh, I'd love to know like who the uh, who like the highest paid player on the on the Thunder is. Oh. yeah. There's. It's not going to be a big number. <laughs> Maybe Derek Favors. Thought. Derek Favors, possibly. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ty Jerome. Um, yeah, it's just a it's just a development year. No, that's right, and they're, they're under no illusions about what they're doing yeah. and where they're going, and that's probably all we need to say about them, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, oh, we'll get the chance to get we'll get the chance to see some more Lou Dort offense. So that'll be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a silver oh, yeah, lining. Uh, the silver line. It's a Lou Dort. Hey, I've got this guy's offense. <laughs> so you know you're in trouble when the <laughs> now you're in trouble when he's waving you away and saying, "Righto, guys, it's, it's Lou Dort time." Let's <laughs> let, let's move on from a horrible team to a pretty bad, but not quite as horrible team in Houston. Um, oh, so they're, yeah, they're sim- t- similar situation, isn't it? Well, they've got them at 
27 and a half, and I reckon that's a bit much. Yeah, yeah, I like the under there too. Um, under. Under. Uh, Christian Wood will put up numbers. So he's probably increasing his free agent value, well, but nothing is he, more. Is he their best player? Um, you would be right at this point in time. Um, I, when, is, when, is John Wall ever going to step on the call from him again or what? Well, that's only like, well, John Wall's not fit, but outside of that, like you've got, as I said, Christian Wood, is, if he's your best fit player, you're not getting 27 and a half wins, there, are you? There are generations of kids. There are generations of kids that are going to grow up and think John Wall not fit is just one word. <laughs> it's bad, isn't it? Like, like this is something. This is something that needs to be talked about because this is a guy who could have been anything, and he literally can't even get on the court. Like when he's on the court and he's fit, he's a top, like fit and firing. He's yep. a top three point guard in the game easily. Yep. Yeah, so uh, Jalen Green, you'll get a few shots. It's uh, And there's Eric, what, what the hell am I doing here, Gordon? Um, surely he gets moved, doesn't he? Bought out or something, Eric Gordon? Where, though? Who, it, there's not a market for Bought Eric out. Gordon, is there? He's, he's a buyout candidate for me. Yeah, but there's not a market in the NBA for him, I don't think. Oh, uh, I don't, think as a, I think what's his salary? That what's his for salary a, for a contender for a bench player off the buyout market? I reckon. Well, he I gets, suppose he you look at that, that. Milwaukee did do that with PJ Tucker, didn't they? Yeah. So, look, it's not not a completely empty empty basket for him, but there's not a there's a niche market. There's, a, there's always a chance. There's always a chance that Daniel Tice might get elbowed in the face and have to go go down on the ground again. Probably about <laughs> probably about nine times uh, in the first fortnight, I think. So yeah, there's another player who's gonna gonna get the lion's share of the shots as well. Um, Kevin Porter Jr. The Kevin Kevin Porter Jr. show. He's 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 gonna think he's the uh, number one point guard in the Western Conference. So that's yeah. So that's bad. Um, yeah, def, definite under for me. Yeah, yeah. I I don't think there's really. Too much doubt about that, is there? No, nah. I think that would that would be unanimous, wouldn't it? Definitely, yeah. Um, let's um, I think we'll look at a few technical difficulties. Um, well, I'm just going. I'm just going to fetch my charger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, San Antonio at twenty eight and a half. I actually don't mind them. Yeah, I think, what, what are they? I think they're, they're better than 28 and a half, I think. I think we probably... I reckon sure? we might be looking... Yeah, I think 32, 33 wins. Yeah. Do you think... Um, do you think they'll just get enough wins just on playing Pop, Popovich alone? I think so. And that's, a, that's what I was going to say. This is why I think they're over because they're in a position where they probably probably could and potentially should look at maybe tanking, but a Popovich team isn't going to do that, are they? No, no, they're not. Uh, yeah, no, no, no one on their roster really excites me, though. Oh, I like Murray. I think Murray's... Murray. I, I, Murray's, like what you, I like the way he goes about business. I think he's definitely worth investing in. And if, you, if, you, if you're in a position like they are and you've got a young team, you, you build around him for sure. He could, he could turn out I'm not going to say he'd be a superstar, but I mean, he could be, 
be a very, very good well, player for a long Kyle, time. He could be Kyle Lowry-like. That's how I see him turning out. And that is that is far from a bad thing. He's no. the, the three-headed monster of uh, uh, Jacob Pirtle, Zach Collins, and Jock Landau. <laughs> you reckon that? They, you should, pretty, they should probably start those, three, start those three for one game, I reckon. Just to see how it goes. Just to see, just to see I'll what happens. I'll tell you what, I'm still... Like talking about Murray, I'm I'm still spewing that the 76ers front office turned down that Ben Simmons offer because that oh that would have made me the happiest man alive if Murray came and played for Philly. Well, so. he'd, well, he'd set up he'd set up players like your Maxi and your Milton, wouldn't he? Yep. Yeah, yeah. He like I look at him and I go, he'd be he's what we need. He's just a facilitator. He does you know he'll take. He, he's a good shooter. Like he'll only take. You know, eight, nine shots a game, but he'll still get 10 to 15 points a game. You know what he's, I mean? a, he's, he's a good shooter that doesn't need to shoot a lot in, in, in that exactly. Sixers team. He's, he's a decision maker. Like, that's the one thing to say about Murray. He's a great decision maker. Like, he knows when to take a shot, knows when to pass, knows when to open the floor. I, I really, that's, he's, he's the reason I think the Spurs will win 30 plus games. Yeah. The, the reason I don't think they, they all um, win 30-plus games is because maybe they'll have a – maybe they'll have like a, uh, a closing lineup of uh, Eubanks and Kaycock and McDermott and Thad Young. No, that, would, that, would be, that would be ideal, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. The, what, be, what a lineup. What a lineup. I'm look, just looking through all the lineups of the Spurs. Uh, Derek White, I don't know, I don't know what he is. Um, so Doug McDermott, he'll get. I don't mind Primo though, for a rookie. Yep. Um, I thought I thought McDermott had a good game today. Yeah, and he's going to get his he's going to get his lion's share of uh, shots for the Spurs, isn't he? So. Well, again, he was a guy at Chicago where it was like you know this guy could actually be good, and then Chicago got moved him on and it was like, okay. So he's got a decent opportunity now, I feel. And a- Anderson, I think, is the other guy that I like for the for the Spurs. Which Anderson? Um, you talking about... Or Kelton Johnson? No. Who the hell am I thinking of? I'm a, I've had a mind blank here. Yeah, you are. It's been a long day. There's, there's, there's Kyle Anderson, who's who's now on the Memphis Grizzlies, who we were just talking about. That's about it. Um, yeah, I think it's time to move on from the Spurs now. Yeah. All right. Um, let's go to uh, Minnesota. They're at thirty-five and a half, and I th- that's a it's an interesting line. I think um, <clears throat> there, there's enough pieces there to like, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, 35's a little bit high. 35's a bit... I think 35's probably about three too high, but... Yeah. I mean, they're, they're not... They're not a completely useless team, are they? No, no, of course. And Towns is going to put up his numbers. Uh, Anthony well, Edwards that, is only going to be going, um, to going to get better, isn't he? Well, that's what I was going to say. Anthony Edwards is definitely going to get better, and he had a very good year last year anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm actually surprised that Towns is still there. Well, yeah, yeah. He he seems like a player that's too good for Minnesota, um, because yep. let's be honest, for for pretty much their entire existence, they've been irrelevant. They had a few good years 
when KG was there. Yep. Um, but outside of that, they've just been a, a train wreck of an organisation. I'm afraid. Really. I'm afraid that Patrick Beverly's going to come in and say, "Righto, guys, I'm going to teach you how to win." <laughs> have, that, have that kind of attitude. So they're, they're all going to learn they, how, to, how to clap in front of somebody and and the flop. Is pretty much it. Right now, I look at Minnesota and I hear that line and I go, "All right." If if Cat stays for the whole year, they probably win that many games. But I'm I'm of the firm belief that Cat will not see the end of this season as a Timberwolf. I think he will. I think he's um, going to go. So, well, well I'm in I'm in agreement with you. Yeah. Um, as I said, I'm surprised that he's still there now. Um, but just every other team would love a player like him, wouldn't they? Someone's someone's going to throw them an offer they can't refuse. They've got they've got Edwards there. It's not like they haven't got you know uh, an elite player in the making to yep. to build around with whatever they get from Cat. So which won't be a small package. It'll be a farm. So you know if you look at it like that, and rightly so the, too, because he's a type of player. He's that good where he does deserve a big haul if you're going to move him oh, on. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, like, I look at that and I go, you know, I, I can't see Cat being there for the whole year, and then I feel like chemistry would be up disrupted regardless of who they bring in. You know, what if they trade for mostly picks and a couple of role players, like first-round picks and role players, then all of a sudden yeah. you're looking at a, a 20-25 win team. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm going to go under just based on that. Um, that I don't under, think under I think, uh, under, I think they'll get uh, – they'll scrounge out about 30 wins, I think, because – they're yeah. probably they're probably a little bit better than most of the shit teams around them. Yeah, they are. Um, but we've already mentioned a couple of them: OKC and um, Houston yeah. teams like that. They're probably a bit better than Spurs, but not much. Um, and look, they, they, they got D'Angelo Russell still, and he's he's just been a tease, really, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah, D'Lo is. Um... I think we've seen the best of D'Lo just quietly. I think we have. He's, he's teased, though, hasn't he? Yeah. He, he's, yeah that's he's all he's teased. ever done. But he got that. Isn't, he got, isn't it, it? Sorry, I was going to say, isn't it funny how Clarkson developed like slowly and now he's really, really come along as a two-way player? And then you got someone like D'Lo who jumped out of the gates and now he's regressing and plateauing. I, don't, I just love how it, how it works. Sure, didn't coincide with him getting four years at 100 million, you, you don't think? <laughs> which, which sort of career would you rather have? The Clarkson type, where you just slowly sort of find your way and then, you know, you get to your, your eighth or ninth year in the league or and then explode? and Or would you rather burst under the scene like D'Lo and then just fade away by your age of 25 look well i think having major millions your, and millions and millions already you have your all nbas and all stars and like i think a lot what a lot of people want to be called is veteran because it means you've been along it means you've been around for a long time and collecting nba checks for uh yep. 10 15 Plus, years Clark will become a veteran russell won't so yeah yeah i think you'll see d bouncing around sort of rosters for a while and uh, I hope that's not the case, but uh, good on him for taking that four-year hundred million dollars from Golden State when they offered it. It's it is not his fault they offered him that contract. No, no, and they, <laughs> and they moved it as well. Right. Yeah, that's right. But uh, yeah, yeah, we're all under for many. Yeah, I think so. I think oh, that's where we go. 
All right, let's move um, on. I think, yeah, we've got time for one more before we have a break, I reckon. Yep. Um, yep. Let's go to the Clippers. Cool. They've, um... <laughs> All right, so yeah. I'm sitting here right now, does Kawhi come back? Well, can you ever trust what he's going to do? No, never. No, knowing Kawhi, he'll be fit forty games into the year, and then he'll sit forty more. That's that's yeah, generally that's, his. That's style. a very that'd be style. a very Kawhi thing to do. Yeah, yeah, he'll be, he'll um, be perfectly ben, fit. Ben Antonio, perfectly fit halfway through the year, and he'll be like, "No, I don't, no, I don't feel like." Um, it. I'll just sit out twenty games. Yep. Um, anyway, they're sitting at 48 and a half, and I do not like them for that many games. Not without Kawhi, I don't think. I don't think they've got 48 games in them. That's an under for me. Um, and what's Serge Barker's status? I'm not sure. Well, he's, he he's had a lot of injuries in his time anyway. Yeah. As well, hasn't what's he, he going to be like when he gets back? Well, you, you just think... don't know. I think he's done, pers- like, personally. I think he's now yeah. at that kind of... Like, I think people forget how old he is. Like, he's... He'd be uh, going on 30, 32 or 33 yeah, yeah. now. He's he, uh, he joined the league late. Yeah. He was on the OKC team with Russell, KD, and um, Harden. He was the and power I forward on that. I, I believe he was actually part of... The trade that sent Oladipo from Orlando to OKC as well. Yes, he was. Yeah, he, he spent spent um, a bit of time in Orlando. Search, but yeah. I think he's actually been a pretty handy player for a long time. Um, but his body has let him down a bit. Yeah, I yeah. think um, going to Toronto and kind of losing that status that he had as you know a starting power forward really kind of. As, as, as affected him, mix that with injuries and you've got a guy that's ready to retire, I feel. I think so. But look, even if he does, like he's had a, himself a very, very handy career. Oh, definitely. But, I mean... And look, let's be honest, like he's he's been a nice player for a good... Uh, a contributor. He, he, and he's, he's, yeah, he's, yeah, he was a championship player in Toronto. And I was going to say, he's, he's he's been around, been bounced around to a lot of different teams, and he's actually served a role and a purpose for each team he's been at. And look, even if he did retire after this year, he leaves with a chip. So I think he'd be pretty happy with, with what he's done. I think Reggie, yep. ja- Reggie Jackson will be the number two on this team during the regular season. I think he had a great playoffs. Oh, he, he just year. came to life in the playoffs, didn't he? Yeah, he, he, was, um, he came from nowhere, really. Like, you, who would have picked that? Just yeah, no. He was, was, was going nowhere in Detroit. Um, he of, needs to carry on with it this year, though. Yeah, he has to do it. Uh, he can't just rely are on we, Paul George. Are we not sold on Paul George being able to carry this Clippers team to, like, 45 wins? Like, I think what we've Paul seen is Paul... Paul George at his best, I would argue, is a top eight or ten player in the league. <clears throat> Paul George's lack of consistency um, is, is the issue, though. But if, if he brings his A game for 80% of the season, they probably do get to the 48-and-a-half wins. But he's shown his whole career that he just that he cannot not. back it up night after night. After. And let's be honest, he did, have a, 
he did have that nasty leg injury very early in his career. Yeah. Playing for the U, or I think it was in a US training camp actually. Um, but yeah, I just for whatever reason he just hasn't been able to just gain that consistency. Speaking of that, surely, surely he's due for an injury. Like we're going on two years now. <laughs> yeah, without, without George like I'm not even joking right now. We're no, no. due for a full George. Like Kawhi, three Kawhi could come on. back. Kawhi could come back in two games. In we'd be like, surely he's due for an injury. <laughs> <laughs> that could just be Kawhi. Look, uh, by the way, side note: looking at the looking at the rest of the roster, um, there there really isn't any other scrubs on the roster. So, um, I, say, save for uh, save for actually Jay Scrub. He's the only scrub on the roster. So, um, but you know what? They've had a, they've had a, they've had a, a not bad or very good roster for about three or four years now, and. When they did have even probably the best roster in the league, they still still couldn't couldn't make it all the way, could they? So I, th- the, I think I think now pro- that they're they're probably but dropped down that- a peg since then. Give and, us um, give us best case scenario. Best case scenario, Kawhi comes back, he's healthy. Do you think they'll win the West? Or they I can? think they probably lose in the second round at best. Even if Kawhi comes back, with yeah, Kawhi fit, yeah, with. Well, we were talking. Can, we were talking I, I reckon they, can, I reckon they can. I reckon they can win the West with Kawhi fit. No, well, we were talking before about Utah and those mental scars from last year. The Clippers have mental scars from the last three years. Yeah, true. Very true. There's a different but exit. Well, a different, different exit. Is... Different exit last year than the year before. Yeah, well, I know it was a different exit. Yeah, before I mean, they, year before was an absolute disaster. Well, they 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 were they were they were favourites to win the championship. And and they failed well miserably because they didn't even make the finals and that their roster is definitely not as good now as it was then. Um, I, um, we've still got Marcus Morris. I look at them and I go, "This is a team that could win the West, but they're not going to." That's that's how I feel when, yeah, when I, like yeah. with Kawhi. That's how I feel when I look at them because I go. They're going to come up against, you know, for being real, most likely either the Lakers or um, of mind blown here. Utah or Denver? No, no, Lakers or um, Golden State. Golden State. That's actually who I'm going to say. Lakers or because I, I, I'm of the firm belief. I've said it several times to Jeremy and other people. Once Clay comes back and Golden State click, I see no reason why they can't win the West. Um, it's like with the way that it is at the moment. Yeah. Um, no, I I can't argue with that. I just and and you know I look at it and I go, okay, over seven games, even with Kawhi, can does that Clippers team have the depth to go with a Golden State team that right now is showing that even their depth is capable of pushing yeah. and winning against some of the best teams, i.e., Nets yeah. and Lakers. What? A, so yeah. you know, I look. Yeah. What so what I look at that and I go, yeah, no, I can't see them getting out of the West. I think the Lakers or um, Lakers or Golden State get out of the West. Personally, yeah. What, so, I, what I look forward to, what I do look forward to, is um, everybody. If everybody is healthy and they're down the stretch with about three minutes to go in the fourth quarter, um, Marcus Morris calling for an ISO and wanting to dribble out. You can all, you can yeah. almost, uh, you can almost take uh, that to the bank. That'd, right. that'd be quality. All right, we got it. We, um, we got so it. We're we got going. So we all we're at forty eight and a half. We're going over or under for yeah, the Clippers? Yeah, under for me. 
Under. Yeah, but not by much. Not by much. All right. All right. We We shall be back shortly. We're back. We're back. Um, who's our next team we are to? Well, I've been a bit strategic with this one because I wanted to leave a bit of time to talk about them. So I've waited till after the break. All right. And um, we probably don't need to say much here, Chris. This is Golden State at 47 and a half. Take it away, Jeremy. Um, 47 and a half. I think... I think- uh, the reasons for reasons for saying under might be that uh, we're probably not going to see clay till uh, maybe Christmas or January. So there there might be reasons for saying for saying under. Um, but are you we, saying under? You're probably not, are you? Uh, no, look, I, they've got a pretty deep squad even without clay, and they I might, think I reckon they'll scrounge out enough wins. This is a massive over, I think. Like, yeah, I, it, I honestly think we could be... This is a lock? Is this a lock for you? Oh, this is definitely a lock. I think this is 53-54 wins. As Chris yeah. alluded to earlier, they've actually... They're playing well without Clay. Um, they've got... You just said they've got a good... A pretty deep roster, a really good roster. Probably some of the best depth they've had in a long time. Uh, they're a lock at 47 and a half. Like, this is a... It, they get clay back maybe around Christmas time or whatever. This would not surprise me if they're the one or two seed. If yeah, you, if you I said that, me, Jeremy, yeah. as a Golden State fan, like a week ago, if I said this time next week you'll be one and one and the one game you win against the Lakers and Steph doesn't even top score, are you happy? Uh, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, it it shows for me that shows the depth. Like that, the, they managed the the one W they do have so far was against what, arguably the team to beat in the West, and Steph didn't even have to like he had a triple double. They're actually like, they're they're actually, two, they're actually two and zero oh, by the way. Oh, sorry, two and zero. Oh, sorry, um, they, beat, they, beat, they beat, the, beat the Clippers. Beat the Clippers yesterday. Yes, yeah, I know. Yeah. For some reason in my head, I have the Clippers <laughs> won that match, but I know that they didn't. That, so. that look, means nothing. One and one, two and two in the 82-game season. But yeah, so two and oh. But, but that first win for me was the one that showed where they're at, I think. Well, um, you know, yeah. yes, Steph had an absolutely shit night. Terrible. Yeah. Shooting. yeah. Terrible shooting and, night. And, and Still then, up with a triple-double. He, he did, but forget about him. Like... He got the triple double, whatever, but they did it without him, really. Yeah. Like he, he, he wasn't the centerpiece. He wasn't the focal point. Just the guys stepped up. Other guys around stepped up and did what they had to do. Um, yeah. And that, like to do that straight up, that gives them so much confidence for the rest of the season. Well, if Jordan Poole can step up and be number two guy in Clay's absence before he comes back, that's only going to. Well, he's, he, he's already shown that, hasn't he? Yeah, he he can do yeah. that. And then, so he, so he gets comfortable being the number two, and then Clay comes back and he can take a back seat as the number three. Like he's probably more dangerous, isn't he? Yep. 
So, but but how do the Warriors line up when he comes back? Do you all of a sudden play Pool or um, Clay at the three? Yeah, I, think, I think Pool will be Pool will be a six man when he comes. Yeah, Clay you comes reckon? Back. Yeah, yeah, I don't. But Paul, let's 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 get one thing straight. Paul isn't by no means a star yet. Um, so he'll, no, but if he, you look at the way he started the season, if you're in a position, if you're in a position later on, and he continues this sort of form, where Clay comes back and you can move him to the bench, I mean that is a dangerous option coming exactly. coming on yeah. as the sixth man, isn't it? And this is yeah. why I think they're a lock at, for the over. Yeah, and no, also I want to add like last season as well, and there's been that they still cop a bit of shit about taking James Wiseman at number two last year. I I think he he's going okay. Like you look what he did last year, and like he'll 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 progress again this year. I think, I think, I think they'll be to, happy enough with him. He went to the perfect team it's, for him. To perfect team for him because when he, he got there, he wasn't expected to score twenty points and grab tw- ten rebounds and yeah. twenty minutes. Had he gone had he gone to like a basement team or something? He would have, if he had gone to Houston or uh, 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 Houston, yeah. Uh, yeah, the Rockets or you know um, Timberwolves or Magic yeah. or yeah. team like that, where well, well again, it gives it gives him time to de- develop and learn. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like instead yeah. of going to a team and being expected to almost lead the team, like you know a Cunningham so, or a Green is at Houston and Detroit at the moment. Well, will be when they when they get playing, like. He doesn't have that spot to be in, isn't it? He's a yeah, great spot right. to be he in. Literally, he's literally there to learn. He's got the learner plates on for another a lot of year the, or two. A lot, lot of the time with, a lot of the time with draftees, your situation matters and the situation yep. can determine sort of how their career is going to play out. And this is just a perfect situation for a big man like him. And when he does, when he does <laughs> come back, when he does come back, all he'll have to do is rebound, defend and roll to the basket. Yeah. Exactly, yep. and, and he, if 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 Steph and Clay are there and they're creating space, he's going to have a lot of a lot of lobs. A lot of that's what I mean. He showed he showed more that he'd be more than capable of doing that last year. Yeah. So he'll he'll get he's had he's had oh, he's had few injuries last year. He's injured again now. All that he's bu- he's bulked up a bit. Um, his IQ defensively needs a lot of work. Um, still he's still not getting in the right spots, but um, that's that'll learn- come. That, but he doesn't a, need to do thing. that either. No. Nah. He doesn't need to be doing that right now. There's time up up his sleeve. Even uh, Iguodala's coming out like a house on fire. Bielitsa is actually really good. Um, I don't know why Miami didn't use Bielitsa. I'm not not sure. He's been he's been great. Otto, Otto, just throwing Otto Porter on the bench. Um, it's a pretty deep squad when you look at it. Otto Porter was a really high pick, wasn't he? He was fourth or fifth in the draft. Yeah, he yeah. was. No, he did go he, pretty high. His only problem is he just hasn't been able to get on the court. He was he was Chicago, wasn't he? When he Chicago drafted Otto Porter, uh, Wizards. Was he a Wizards? He was a Wizards. Um, You're thinking of Wendell Carter. Wendell, yeah, Wendell Carter. The yeah, the the uh, the stud. But Otto Porter, Otto Porter, def- oh, I, but he definitely played at Chicago. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, for I, some reason, I thought they drafted him. No, no the, the Wizards drafted him, and he ended up um, ended up in Chicago. Yeah. So yeah, they just. It's a very nice squad that the Warriors have got here. And, um, yeah, like, Steph will obviously do what Steph does. And, like, there's no reason that he won't be in MVP calculations at the end of the season as well. Clay comes back. 
pull to the bench, a bit more development out of Wiseman. I don't think there's and a player. The other guys I mentioned. I think I think it's a nice squad they've got there, and we know we know they're very well coached too. There's not many players. Yeah. There's, not, there's not many players. It's like um, you hear, you hear, uh, holy shit, he's going off. I've got to get myself to a TV. That Steph's one of those guys. Yeah, yeah, he absolutely is. Yeah, there, there's a oh, few I, of those I, I guys in the league that. for sure. You guys, someone said in the group chat, Steph's cooking like five from five, and I threw it on, and he just couldn't miss. Yep. yep. It seems only when I, I only when I watch him, only when I watch him, he plays bad. So I try to, I try not to watch him as much as possible. <laughs> On bad luck. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'll, I'll say over. Lock for you. I'm a, I'll go over. I'm over. Yeah. This, as I said, it's a massive lock. At the over yeah. for me. Uh, are, we, so, are, we it's, are we saying it's a bigger lock than we had on New York in the East? Um, yep, yeah, I'd be comfortable with that. That's fair. I reckon it's our biggest lock so far. Yeah, I, I, I think so too. Yep, and that's not a knock on the Knicks. That's just how good that the Warriors are sitting at the moment. Yep, and let's be honest, the Knicks have actually been pretty good already, haven't they? Yeah, like so they're, like what I've seen they're, them, yeah. they're definitely looking like they're going to smash their over anyway. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I what um, Julius Randle today, poof, he just, he, he did, he took, like, talking about guys that can take a game over. He, he can take over. But something just, he, something just clicked with him last year, didn't it? Like, there's something went off in oh, his head and he yeah. thought, you know what, I'm, I, I I'm can do this as good as anyone. Yeah, next step for him is to do it in May. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But we're not at May yet, so he can't do it right now. Yeah. But yeah. He's, he's building very nicely. And, you know, if he keeps playing like this, he's going to take over in the playoffs too. Like, well, you look what Giannis... Well. I'm not going to compare him to Giannis or anything like that. But I'm just saying, we look, look at Giannis just went to a whole new level in the finals. That was his biggest stage. Um, and I think once Randall gets to the playoffs and... In that sort of mindset, I think he's gonna gonna explode as well. All right, next, um, we'll go the Lakers. I think at fifty two cool. and a half, it's gonna I be think, it's gonna be a hot mess of entertainment, isn't it? Yeah, well, it already has been. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but that was that was almost to be expected. Yeah, see, and that's the thing. Like, and you look at the the dust up. Um, between AD and and Dwight Howard on the bench, um, a lot of people are talking about how they're a rabble and they're a mess and whatever. But you know, you know what that tells me? They give a tells shit. Tells me they, that they they both give a shit. Yeah. And yep. And you know what? If you've got a team with LeBron James and AD and Dwight Howard that all give a shit. You don't need a lot more, do you? Well, you don't need a whole lot more. So they. they... Thing, the thing for the Lakers, for me, they just they just have to get to the playoffs in one piece. Yeah, that's a big, and that's a big. That's right. They don't. They don't big have big. to be a. They don't have to be a three, four, or five CD. either, do they? No. No. So and they don't. No. And they just have to get there in one piece. And and I, I yeah, that's that's it for me. Um, I, I you know what? All this really being said, all this being the the regular season's not going to mean much to them. I'm actually going to take him at the under here. I think they may be finished on 52 well, wins. 52, is it? Yeah. Yeah, so it's 52 and a half. If they finished on 51 or 52, get the six or seven seed, 
they're still going to be a threat, especially if we're still in the mindset of that, that AD and um, Dwight Howard have, where they're willing to, to, to show what they did on the bench there. It just shows that they give a shit and they're invested. It doesn't show... Um, does it Rab- doesn't show disharmony. It doesn't show they're a rabble. It doesn't show they're a mess. It shows that they're locked in. Yeah. I like. I give too much of a shit though. I've, I've um completely, like I'm seeing a lot on social media and obviously among the talk and everything at the moment about the Lakers, um, you know, not having won a preseason or or game or anything like that and. Yeah, look, I'm not buying it. The Lakers could go 0 or 5 and 0 and 6 and still win 50 plus games. Like they're yep. they're a unit that when when they eventually click, which they will, there is there is yeah, you could you could see them, you could see them reeling off of like 11 wins in a row or something. Could you? And, and well, that's the thing too. Like and, we've and mentioned, I've been doing it two, like twice this year. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. so, we, we've mentioned yeah. we've talked about LeBron, we've talked about AD and Dwight Howard. We haven't even mentioned Russell Westbrook. Um, well, he's he's going to struggle to adjust to his role, I think. He's going to struggle to adjust, but even if that takes him 20 or 25 games, I mean, that means we're That's, still going to see 55 really, really good productive games yeah. out of um, Westbrook. Do you, reckon so, he's had, do you reckon he's had that talk with Bron already? Is just like, Bron's like, just go out and be rust. Don't try and just fit in. Yeah, but he's still, he's still got to find his place, doesn't he? Yeah. He's still got to learn his role in the team, and that, that could come... That still might be another month or two away, but when it clicks with them, I, and I that's why I'm taking them at the under. That's why I'm taking them at the under because I think it might take a little bit to get going. But once they get going, good luck stopping them. Mm-hmm. Like I think, I think uh, like the best look for the Lakers um, on a box score right now for Russell Westbrook is minimal shots taken, maximum assists. That's yeah. where he needs to be sitting right now. You know, that Lakers team has enough shooters. They're not short on shooters and guys that can score. And yeah. with West, you know, I don't want to just say it, but, you know, with his inconsistencies around his, his shooting and whatnot, um, I think the best option they can take is to just have him basically as a pure facilitator. Like, he only needs to be scoring 10, 15 points a night. He doesn't need to be 25-point triple-double Russell Westbrook anymore. And that's, like that's what he's needed to do his whole career at OKC that's, that's and, at, and at Houston. And, and that's why it's going to take him time to adjust because he's got to play a different role and one that he may not be used to. He hasn't played this role since the Thunder days. Like, yeah, um, like ever since he went to Houston, um, ever since he went to... Um, Washington. Washington and... Then, yeah. And then to bloody Houston and everywhere else, he's just not the same. Like he doesn't need to be that guy anymore. I think he's no, there. Yeah, he doesn't. I think he's there. He's there just to add something for the time for the time LeBron sits. I think. But he he's so, been, well, yeah, he's well, the, well, the time LeBron's sitting. Um, he, I think you should see Russ play, and he yeah, can just, he can just been, go and cook. He's been an inconsistent shooter his whole career, but he's he's always been a good facilitator. Um, but. That being said, there's also nights where he's hot and you've got to give him the ball. And, and those nights that he's hot um, and actually shooting well, they're not going to lose those nights. No. No. Oh, well, and they've had games thus far this year where LeBron and AD have played really, really well. But, they, but they've still lost pretty comfortably. So, And that, that's <laughs> part of Westbrook finding his role and finding his yeah. feet in the team. 
and it's not just him either. Like you, no. Carmelo Anthony's got to got to find his place as well. Uh, DeAndre yeah. Jordan. Um, uh, at, at the moment, they don't have Horton Tucker, uh, Ariza, and Ellington. But again, none of those guys. Like, so my issue for the one concern I have around the Lakers is their defense. Um, like well, we what, said, they've that's been. Signed, they signed Avery Bradley. They they pretty much picked up Avery Bradley off, Bradley off the street and said, "You go and have you, you have to go and guard Steph in the last quarter." Um, Delonte <laughs> West got picked up off the street too, but that's a different yeah. story. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, like, yeah, but, but yeah, my only concern for the Lakers is you know. They they need to be able to lock down when it's time, and I like over the fir- over the first two games that I've seen them play, I haven't seen like they they just couldn't stop players scoring is is their biggest issue. So that like when when Pool took out like just exploded yeah. in third quarter or whatever of the Golden State game, you went okay. When's you know when's the clamps going to come? And they never came. So. That's kind of my issue for them at the moment is like they're, they're in games for the first two quarters and then they're just getting blown away. Like the yep. teams, like the, team, the two teams so far have gone on 15 or point runs and whatnot and all of a sudden it's game over. Anyway, it's not quite, not, are we, not, not quite panic button time yet. No, no, far from it. Are we sitting it over or under? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go the under just for their acclimatisation. I'm going to go over. Um, I think, yeah, too, there's too much. I hope it's not circa 2012 Lakers, but I just feel like there's there's too much talent on that team to go under 52. I, yep. I can't see it. All right. Um, we'll, uh, we've talked about a couple of the top teams. Let's, let's talk about maybe a middle-of-the-pack team in the Pelicans. Uh, so middle-of-the-pack? Well, as far as their win projection goes, I'm talking. So they're 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 projected at thirty eight and a half, and I think that that's too much. Was that I, too um, much. Do we? Do, I don't think. I'll, I'll tell you right now. Everyone's saying, "Oh, I reckon Zion will turn turn down that rookie deal, and you'll want to move." He's taking that money. Yeah, he's taking that money. Yep. You know, you know how many injuries he's had so far in his uh, NBA career. He, he's taking that. How money. many more he's going to have? Yeah. He's a he's an unfit guy. He he need like he yeah, heavy something heavy. needs to be done there. See, they they really when they drafted him, they 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 really thought, you know what, we've got an instant superstar here. Um, but he's just gonna struggle to play back to back games. Like if they, if they've got a run of you know times where they're playing, you know, five or six back-to-backs in the space of not long. He's not going to get up for those games. No. And, think- and, and every time I, like, I can't, I just, it, it gives me a headache watching a man that big go up, slam a dunk down and land on one leg. I go, I'm waiting for the ACL. I'm, yeah. I'm just waiting for it. And I think overall, outside of him, I don't think that they've got a great roster anyway. Like, they've got a couple of nice yeah, players. Yeah, like- they've got Ingram and uh, They've got Ingram, Ingram Josh Hart. I actually, I actually don't Josh mind Hart. Josh Hart. I think he's a, he's a, he's a valuable player in the right situation. Uh, Valanciunas, Valanciunas. Uh, um, he's, he's he, he'll get the. He takes down a lot of rebounds, but does he do much more? Really? No, not a, not a great deal. He, uh, he gets a lot of boards on the defensive end, and that's that's about it. 
Um, uh, I don't. Naji Nar- Nar- Marshall, he could see himself with some minutes, but they've got about seven small forwards. So yeah, yeah, that goes. But it, like, like when you said to me thirty-eight, I went. That's about six too many for me. Yeah, uh, way, under, and, um, way under. Way under. because Zion's foot is the only reason. Yeah, and look, J- Jackson Hayes is potentially a, a good player, but is this the right situation for him? I'm not convinced. I don't think it's the right situation for New Orleans. The sooner, they get, <laughs> the sooner they get to Seattle, the better. Well, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, well, there's no, there's no real. It's a Saints town. There's no, there's, there's no real corporate backing or sponsorship or anything in that town. It's just, it. I think it's a waste being down there. And I think we probably don't want to waste too much more time talking about them, do we? Precisely. No. All right. Um, Sacramento at thirty six and a half is. I'm not sure. Um, I'm going to go like over for me. I think I like over. I I think I'm leaning towards. I think is this a 40 win team potentially? I think it might be. I think if Fox, I think I think if Fox and um, oh god, I've got another mind like I think David Mitchell is an absolute dog. Yeah, you, they are they are loaded um, in the guard positions here. We're not. We're yeah. not so, are we still clinging on to the thread of Bagley? Are we? We're not completely out on him yet. Is there? Is there a skerrick nah. of? Is nah. there a skerrick? I think. Skerrick. I hope. I for think Bagley. there is. I think there is. There, there's enough there. I'm not but out on now, Bagley. There's enough. He's shown enough. There's enough there. Um, Chris has already mentioned De'Aaron Fox. Have you ever seen a faster player in transition than De'Aaron Fox? That bloke is lightning, yeah, isn't he? Lightning. Um, and you know what? He, he's not just quick. He actually drives to the bucket with power as well. But, Fox, uh, with finesse. Fox reminds me of Alan Iverson. And as a Philly fan, I love it. I love watching well, Fox. You know what? Al- Alan Iverson is my favourite player of all time. Um, so yeah. you know what I I love that comparison. Do you think yeah, does Buddy does Buddy finish the season in Sacramento? Do you think? No, no. Do there? I think so. They've got they've got they've got more than enough guards with you. Yeah, they got Halliburton, who's a stud. Uh, Davion Mitchell, I mentioned before, is a, who will likely a be a stud. He'd be he'd be just he'd be oh, just, he'd be just as fast as Fox. Slipped my mind before, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Halliburton. Davion would be would be just as fast as Fox, except he he wouldn't have the ability to stop. Uh, like, he just he'll be like um like um um Fulton Reed on on yeah. Mighty Ducks, <laughs> yeah, unable to stop. He'd get to yep. a certain speed and he'll just hit things. <laughs> that'd, you that'd, know what? Like Davion. this is this is an exciting team, isn't it? Yeah, I like Sacramento. This is a a sneaky playing team for me. Yeah, this is a this is a um a game pass team, isn't it? Like yeah, oh yeah, yeah. This if is you're different. flicking through and you see Sacramento's playing, yeah, um, you're not gonna gonna tune out, are you? Definite, like, definite sneaky league pass team for mine. For mine, yeah, yeah. There, there's a lot to like here. Um, what yeah, is no, it? I, I, I think I'm, I'm going over, over on that. And they can yeah. make and Harrison Barnes can drop you thirty on a night as well. Yeah. No, they've got they've got a very very handy roster here. Yeah. So, um, what do we say? The lines at 30, 36 and a half. It's it's way too low. I think. Yeah, I'm going over. 
I find it very, I find that, I, like, that to me is a very last year's kind of, do you, do you know what I mean? Kind of over-unders, yeah. like, looking at the last two teams, if, we, if we're looking at New Orleans uh, I, I, I think Sacramento it's. I think I think it's we're looking at the Sacramento Kings line. Is, is I think well, is what it is. It is. Well, well th- this is just the anomaly in itself. So the Pelicans are at thirty-eight and a half, and the Kings are at thirty-six and a half. Who? Yeah. Who? Which, which team excites you more? Which team's better? Do you think Jeez, even uh, before the season started? Philly could use a Rashawn Holmes right now, couldn't they? Oh. Well, yeah, Philly. He, he's a he's a gun he's a gun Rashawn Holmes actually I, I'm I'm very high on him yeah um so he's good so so they got good bigs they got a good small forward they got good guards um yeah if they can put it together they could they could five hundred or just below it yeah yeah I yeah. think so thirty yeah thirty six and a half is just it seems too low doesn't it yeah yeah. All right, here we go. Um, we'll, we'll go to Portland next, um, who incidentally had a pretty decent win today against Phoenix. So, uh, so James come out and said, "Look, I'm going to stay. I'll, my relationship with Chauncey is good, and all that. Um, what if they're what if they're fifteen and fifteen and twenty? Um, After I don't think that'll, that won't happen. Oh, yeah, won't yeah, happen. yeah. In that scenario, um, all of, all of, uh, uh, I think you know he's he's had plenty of opportunity to leave before, hasn't he? Yeah, and he yeah. hasn't done it. So he hasn't done it now. So I don't think he'll do it ever. No, I've always been a firm believer of Dame will die a Portland player. I yeah. he's one of those guys. That I just I can't imagine playing anywhere else. Like, it, ju- it just doesn't doesn't look right. right. It doesn't feel right, does it? I on the other end, I, I never say never to anything. So. Leaving Golden State, I just I can't see it. Um, you know, I think as long as as long as Dame's there, then CJ's there. Yeah, and CJ's having a good year um, thus far. Had a good um, game today. Good game today. Norman Powell's solid. Powell had a very good game today, actually. Very he solid. was, he was uh, rather impressive. Looks like Nurkic does very well. A fully fit Nurkic actually really propels this team to a, another level, I think. I don't, th- it's, I don't think it's Western Conference Finals level, though. Oh, no, I don't think it is. But I think Nurkic is a player that really complements this team really well and, and provides a He's- very important role. He's, he's a poor man's Jokic, which is exactly what they need. Yep. Yep. And he just... That's the thing. That, the big thing about, about Jokic is, like, he just... Fair enough, he's... Well, the MVP for a start. Yeah. Um, but he's just a workhorse as well. Yep. And and so is Nurkic. So what do they have? And, you know, he's just going to run from bucket to bucket all day and just do what he needs to do. What's the win line? What did you say? What would you say the win line was? It's 44 and a half. And I'm going to take him at the over because I reckon I've got him for about 46 wins. Yeah, over. Portland are a type of team that look like contenders, but you look up at the, you look up at the standings and, it, and it, it'd be February and they're like just like two games over 500 or something. Yeah. Um, well, they've won fifty plus games like three or four years straight now, haven't they? Yeah, and that's the thing. They've been they've generally been a pretty good regular season team. They made they made, they made Western Conference. They made, didn't they make Western Conference Finals two years ago? 
In 2018, they did. Yeah, they, got yeah, they did. Yeah. That's a few years ago now. Yeah. Like, it's a team that, like, for me, like, if you want to talk about a quiet achiever year in, year out, it's Portland in the West. Like, every they're, year. They're, 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 I don't know if a quiet achiever is the They're an under the radar team that doesn't really achieve a lot. That's a better way of putting it. Yeah. They're, they're, they're under the radar more so, I think. Um, and you, that's what I mean. Like, you look up, you'll look up, you know, We'll have ten games to go in the season, and you know they could be, they could be sitting on forty six wins there already, and you wouldn't have even noticed. Yeah, and you yeah. know what? That, 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 that's actually the the Portland is actually in that sense a reflection of Damian Lillard, isn't it? Yeah, because like, yeah. Damian Lillard hit that, that bloke is a genuine superstar that just doesn't get talked about or noticed. No. Hundred percent. Like, um, there's only been like if I said to you, um, over the last two years, who's the only player to have multiple fifty point games in each year? And it's Dame. It's Dame. But you'd go, yeah. oh, it's Steph, or you know, it's yeah, it's Booker, or, or, or someone like that, or Doncic, or yep. one of these yeah. sorts of blokes. But yeah, he's just he just he. No, he's every bit a lethal shooter. Um, he's he's as good a shooter as anyone. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say with any look. If you said who's the better shooter, Steph or Dame, um, can you really split the two? I don't think you can. I think Dame's that good. Like right now, right this second. Oh, we're talking the last three or four years. Don't ask. Don't ask me that question. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> yeah, there's a little you're bit asking, of you're asking, the, you're asking the wrong person that question. But I think Dame's Dame Dame's up there with anyone. Like he's. he's Especially yep. his long range three point shooting. Like oh. he's lethal. Yeah, him and look at, look him, at him and Steph he, him and Steph they, they have the ability of pulling up from You 30 look feet. at that um you look at that three pointer he nailed um on the buzzer against um um OKC in the playoffs a couple of years ago from, from almost the logo. Yeah, yeah. And um just did, over Paul George did, and just did, right, did the same, you later. Did the same against Houston to win a series as well. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then last year he uh, during the playoffs he wore those kicks that had uh, the OKC coloured kicks that had the numbers from when he <laughs> sunk them in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On, on, on the tongue. Oh, that, that that's cold. cold. That, is, that is cold. All right, enough blazers. We got time for one more team. Um. Yep. All right. Let's go to Dallas. The yeah, I'm Mavericks. Not, I'm not feeling Dallas. Well, no, I'm not either. They are sitting at 48 and a half. And if if last season is anything to go by, they had expectations last year as well, and they didn't deliver. So based on that, I think you have to take them at the under. They're not a a 50-win team for me, so that's about right. So, um, yeah, I'll probably take just under for me. If, yeah, if I'm like, looking at last year and I'm looking at the start of this year, I'm going, there's no way they're winning 48, 50 games. Well, they're, they're probably probably a worse team than last year, would you say? Yeah, I, I don't think they're yeah. better. Oh, who got, what have they got? Reggie Bullock? Well, let, let's be honest. Yeah. Doncic is probably going to be in it, playing another sort of MVP caliber season. But outside of that, do they have a lot more that's reliable night after night? They've got a really, really expensive um, light post in Porzingis. <laughs> <laughs> like, he really hasn't done anything 
since he's been there. But yeah, he's just been hype his whole every career time, and hype and injury, and then he just never lives up to it. Cuban, Cuban must be crying every time he writes out a check to Porzingis. Like, I've got to get this guy again. <laughs> Uh, it's just, like, yeah. it, was written all, it was written all over the wall when the Knicks booed him on draft night. Like, yeah. you know, their you number know, two, their number two now is Tim Hardaway Junior. Really, yeah, absolutely. That's what I mean. They're not, they're not better than last year. No, but they and don't you know, insult me. You know, they don't insult. You, know, you know what the thing is? I think with Dallas, and this is what probably a lot of basketball fans are as well. Everyone's got a soft spot for Dallas, probably because of Dirk Nowitzki. So maybe we'd like to think they're better than they actually are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're and, right. The, like, if you said to me, all right, does so take away the best player on a team. The second best player on this team is Hardaway Jr. Is well, this team is a, winning 50 games? Is, I'm is going, that, hell no. That is probably the biggest gap from your best player to your second best player of any team. Yeah, I reckon so. No, there's that Finney gap Smith. is massive. Finney Smith, like, and that for me just spells inconsistency. Like, and like, look at Luca's first couple of games; he still played well, and they got smashed. Yeah, they don't have much outside of him, and and he's not he's not a two way player really either, is he? No. So, all right, and that's, that's another problem for Dallas is they yep. they lack defense. And that's what I mean. Like, he he's not he's not a lone soldier in Dallas in in not being able to transition from offense to defense either. Playoff playoff series wins so, so far. Um, Trey is up two nil on uh, on Luca. Yeah. Saying. Like yeah. I, I was one of the people that when that trade got done, I said the Hawks have just won this, and everyone was going. What have what have Atlanta done? What have it like the what, internet went wild? And I was like, "What are they on about?" Trey's a star. Did anyone even well, watch this guy? He he showed that last year, didn't he? He's just you said before um, about Dame being ice cold. Trey showed last year in the playoffs um, how ice cold he is. I just, think they knew. I think they knew, but they knew before they Atlanta knew before they drafted Trey what type of team they wanted to put together. I can't. I don't yeah. think. I don't think I could say the same about Dallas when they got Luca. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they, they ended up with Luca and then decided or, yeah. or tried to figure it out. Whereas, um, as you said, Atlanta had a clear direction. Yeah, they had a clear vision. Yeah, um, it's, yeah and it might. Who knows? At the end of this year, it might be four nil. So, there's a very good chance. Yeah. So that trade's looking good. I mean, look, looking good for both teams because Luca's a superstar. Oh no! No, neither team's going to be disappointed in the yep. player they've got, but I think the the difference is the front office and and um, yeah. the, the the vision or, and versus the lack of vision. All right, we're, so we're it's, like, a weird, it's a it's a weird, just quickly it's a weird conversation when you're saying that the Atlanta front office is making better decisions than the <laughs> Dallas. Very strange, isn't it? Because Dallas have been so consistent for so long. Yeah, they haven't won exactly. a series. They haven't won a series since 2011, mind you. Um, so, uh, uh, so just quickly, we're all uh, we're all under for this one. Yep. All right. Yeah. Uh, we, yeah we'll, we will reconvene. And we got uh, two teams remaining, lads. So, uh, who are you going with first, Woody? Um, let's go to Phoenix next. Um, they got one of the higher. Win projections that we've seen at fifty-one and a half. Um, so, I think I'm going to take them at the over because they're, they're 
You look what they they went all the way. Uh, the yeah, over year. over because um, because they're good enough to do it. Um, they're running up. They're running it back this year, really, aren't they? They didn't have a lot of change, have they, in their roster? No, they haven't. Um, no. And that's a good thing, I think, especially with a Chris Paul-led team. Consistency is what yeah. he thrives on. Um, so, of course, you, if you're in a position where you can just run it back with him, you're really setting yourself up for another good year. Well, how so, much? How I much? Think- how much of a distraction the Sava Aiton thing be? Do you think? Uh, none at all. You don't think so? So, what do you guys think? Because, like, what I saw today from Phoenix on the back-to-back was was not pretty. A- anyone and anyone can lay an egg on the road on a back-to-back. Um, see, I'm not, not going to kill them for that. Also, no, that, that, this is still week one of the season. Yeah. I'm so aware that's of, not overreacting. No, no that's, that's where I'm at with it. Oh, yeah, and I'm aware it's the first week of the season, but I'm just saying that what I saw was Chris Paul looked really tired. And that, in, to me, is... Yeah, in you know, game two. Gonna play him and, but, no, but I'm saying you're going to play him back-to-back, all, like, all season, on all the back... To, are you, are you going to try and brace his body for the playoffs? They don't have no, to. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think Chris Paul is the type of player that would rest. Oh, I'm starting to get worried about his age. I, like, I really am. And look, he was hurt last year in the playoffs too. Let's not forget. But they made the finals, but he was hurt again. Let's, let's, let's just stay on Chris Paul for a minute. Where, where do you guys sit on ranking him amongst point guards all time? Well, it's probably Magic, Isaiah. You could throw in Oscar Robertson, Steph. Um, a lot of people Paul, uh, Paul will be uh, Stockton Probably just below Stockton I probably I, I normally go say, Stockton one um, And then I, I, I like I like uh, Stockton Yeah sorry Stockton Magic If we're talking Like Pure, pure point Like pure so, point like, so when, when I put Stockton Ahead of Magic, that's because I'm talking about the position itself and no one has played it as well as Stockton did. So I go Stockton, Magic, and then Thomas, Steph. Yeah. And then, and then, and then, see, even then, I can't really put him ahead of Robert, Oscar Robertson. Like, so for me, he's probably not even top five. I can't put him in the top five. Yeah. Uh, do you have him? Do you have him above a um, Jason Kidd? Yes. And how does um how does I, how does I, how does Aiton react to, to his contract? I don't know. It, de- it, de- it depends. It depends how he rates himself, doesn't he? Like I, I personally think that max contracts are just given out too freely these days. Um, for me, a max contract is reserved for the very best of the very best. You know, don't get me wrong. As 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 we know from from talking about the playoffs and whatever last year, I'm actually a pretty big DeAndre Ayton fan. Um, but is he the best of the best in his position? Well, I don't think he's not. He's not Luca. I don't. He, a lot I, of, not Luca, and he's and he's not Trey. Is he? That's when I don't think real. he is. Does he? Does he? Does he have more worth at Phoenix than he probably does anywhere else? Yes, he does. But does does that automatically mean that you've got to pay him the max amount? Yeah, I 
That's how he reacts to it. To me, for me. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. It yeah. depends. Does does he does he think, or has he got a manager in his ear that's telling him, "Yes, you're definitely worth this money," or has he got someone that's not a yes man in his corner that's that's going to tell it like it is? Because look, he's he's not the very best in his position, but he's the next tier down probably. So he still deserves big money, but max money, I'm not so sure. Yeah, yeah. To me, it, uh, I, I I don't think. Sava did the wrong thing by not paying him. No, neither do I. We're going to end up getting him anyway because he'll end up being a restricted free agent, which means they can match offers and stuff like that. And, so. and that's what I mean. They can match offers, and he's got more worth to Phoenix right now than he would have to any other team. Yeah, yeah. So I think you'll see. I think you'll see it play out. Um, I yeah. think. I think they can only offer a three-year deal or something. The and look, is, is restricted free agents. That yeah, so they offer him that three-year deal. In two years, um, he might very well be the elite of the elite and be be then knocking on the door of that that sort of money. But he's not there yet. No, no, not, no, not quite there yet. Uh, the, the book is going to be Booker. Oh, um, that's the thing. Crowder, Covington. It's it's like I, I rate the unit. I, I really is, really like. Uh, this is a Phoenix. I understand why they race on Mikhail Bridges because players like him don't grow on trees. No, no. Is this? Is this? He's a type. He's a type of player anybody would want to go after. Mikhail Bridges. This is this you a know top who he in the league? Yeah. You, do you remember when Jeff? Green, do you remember when Jeff Green was good? That's who Bridges <laughs> reminds me oh, of. They that they were some of my favourite three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, Je- Jeff Green <laughs> Jeff Green is on is he on Denver now? I'm pretty sure he is. Um and actually doing okay. So he's 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 one of those one of those players who could call himself veteran who every player wishes this, that could be. Yeah, now what I was gonna say before is is this Phoenix Suns roster a top five roster in the league? Yes. Absolutely. And 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 that that's my point. It's it's one of the best rosters in the league, and they're coming off a finals appearance. They've they've kept a, a, a core of players together. Um, geez, they, if they don't make the finals again this year, they'll they'll consider this season a failure. But again, they they shouldn't. And you know, I know they will because they didn't make it as far, et cetera, et cetera. But I mean. There's going there's to be some very good teams. There's going to be a full. There's going to be a full strength Denver. There's going to be a full. Well, if if they stay healthy, full strength Lakers. Like there's some units to. And as we already said, Clay teams. Clay comes back to Golden uh, State, so you've got Warriors, four very they very good teams. Last year. I think yeah. um, I think they were riding a lot of first time momentum last year. It just and. Got some really good momentum, so I'm not. You know what? I I'm not 100 sure riding, whether they can whether they can manufacture that again. I don't think they were riding some that that momentum of being the first time or whatever. I just think they were riding Chris Paul, who's probably one of the better better leaders that we've ever seen in the game. I think yeah. that's that's more what they were riding. I yeah. um I saw I saw a team that was. That sort like the for, I, I saw them as opportunists last year. They they saw Kawhi go down. They saw the Lakers in pieces, and they went, 
we're, we're, we're a good chance here. Well, no, one should, no, no, one, no one should bash him for that. Good, good teams no, take those opportunities. Good teams because there's been there's been there's been plenty of teams in recent years that have been handed those same opportunities and haven't taken it. Like we mentioned, the Clippers, the Clippers have been in a very good situation for the last couple of years and had these opportunities and haven't taken it. Utah, Phoenix took yeah, their yeah. one chance. Utah as well. That's right. Phoenix had their one chance and they took it. Toronto had their one chance when they got Kawhi and they took it. Yep, that's what the good teams do. And and look, there's. There's this thing amongst NBA and basketball fans where they think that the only success is a chip. It's not. Each team has their own own successes throughout a season. Um, yep. So for them, for them to make the Western Conference Finals, even if they don't win it, that's still a very good year. It is. And it I, is, I would yeah. think it's a successful year for them. But we, we've got too many idiots that just think it's chips or nothing. If you don't have a chip, it means nothing. Well, that that's completely incorrect. There's... 30 teams, only one can win it. It doesn't mean there's been 29 failed teams. It means that just there was one team better than the rest and the others could have been very, very good as well. Yeah, and you keep it and moving. You don't name, name one championship team that's that's not had luck along the way. Yeah, it's not benefited to a bit of luck. That, I think that's a false narrative to score. Um, so we're all agreed on the over there, by the way. Yeah, like this is, this is a very, yeah. very good team. Yeah. This is a... Would you be surprised if they had 58 wins? Uh, yeah, I would. What I was alluding to before with that first time momentum, um, it's going to be hard to manufacture it. So for that reason... Well, they're, they're, they're yeah. now hunted, aren't they? Yeah, and, exactly. And we've seen, seen that happen to a lot of teams before. Whereas, exactly. and, and you're 100% right, Aaron. Like this... Uh, and And... and Atlanta is feeling that, I feel, in the East as well now. They're the two teams yeah. that last year flew completely under the radar. No one even blinked at them. They're like, oh, they're winning some games. That's good to see. And then it wasn't until they were in the conference finals, people were like, okay, the, well, like, these teams well, are real. I don't know about you guys, but it, just before it got to the playoffs last year, you're looking at the standings and oh, like didn't even really notice Phoenix all year. And here they are. They're sitting up as the third seed. and. Yep. Like, where, where did this come from? Yep, 100%. Well, I felt the same about the Knicks last year in the East. I looked at them at fourth or third or fourth, yep. wherever they finished. And I went, yep. what? When, when yep. did the Knicks win that for games? Yeah, you look up in there, yeah. Fourth. And, I mean, look, the, the Knicks are a good chance to be a top two or three seed again. So you you, you take your opportunity when it's there. Yeah, why, the, why Knicks, the Knicks are primed and to do that and the Suns are primed the to, to put themselves in a good position yep. again. The right. team we're about to talk about next is another one that's exactly like that. Like, you look at Denver and before you know it, they've won 50 games and they're third in the West and you're just like, what? When did that happen? Speaking of Denver, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm quite high on them, actually. Yeah, yeah. Well, most people in Denver are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> True. It's, it's quite high <laughs> up there. Um, but I think their projected wins is actually low at 47 and a half. I, I think that's, so, that's predicated with Murray not being there, but even without yeah. Murray, even without Murray, I think they can get 50 wins. Yeah. Well, Dallas yeah, are good enough. at 48 and a half and they've only got Denver at 47 and a half. I think that's just ridiculous. So they're, they're yeah. an over for me here. 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definite over. Oh, Jokic is probably only going to play better. I think he might not win the MVP. Yeah. That's just because because that's just not not how it works. Well, um, he he won't win the MVP again because he's not the not the sexy pick, is he? Like no, no, he's not. He, um, but yeah, he's just a, a very very good. I just. He he looks nothing like an athlete. He looks nothing like an NBA <laughs> basketballer, but he just he's as good as there is. Remember when, they, um, remember when they just they just signed Aaron Gordon and they went into uh, the went into Staples to play the Clippers, and they just absolutely trounced them. And they just looked at the Clippers like, yeah, we're better than you. Yeah, like just paid them no respect. Um, and you know what? They actually, over the last few years, Denver has earned that right to show teams no respect. Yeah. No? Denver is... Um, Denver's a team I'm starting to worry is going to end up like the Toronto team we talked about earlier from like 2014 to 2018 or whatever, where... No, so... Yes, Toronto, when they kept getting bounced by um, LeBron in the playoffs. And, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm worried about that becoming Denver's identity because, you know, we keep watching, you know, they're, they're making conf- Western Conference finals and semis every year and Jokic winning MVP, but it's like, okay, when's the next step coming? Or otherwise, yeah. what, what, where, where's, where's, where to next? Because I look at it and I go, you, you know, you can't just keep winning 50 games, getting to the semifinals and bouncing. You, you Dude, need to... That window doesn't stay open forever, does it? Yeah, no, it doesn't. No. Yeah. So I, they've I, just paid, they've just paid, a, just paid a whole heap of money to um, uh, Michael Porter Jr. To yeah, I think they're also one thing, that, one thing that really works in their favour and one thing or one person that doesn't get the credit that they probably deserve is Michael Malone. This is a ridiculous... Ridiculously well coached team. Yeah, it's it's not it it's not a star studded roster. It's not doesn't have your superstars everywhere, but it's got guys that are picked specifically to play a specific role, and they do it night in night out. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they, like, play, uh, they, they play for their coach and they play for each other. Like Will Barton and Monte Morris, they know their job is to score. Yeah, and put up shots. That's what they do. Um, Aaron Gordon's been good since he went there. He hasn't been he hasn't been a star, but he's been serviceable. He's done exactly what yep. Denver, Denver would ask of him. Uh, yep. Jeff Jeff Green's been good off the bench. Uh, got another ten points the other Just, night. I think I think Will Barton flies, and he has for most of his career. Crazily yeah. under the radar. Yeah, he's, he's, he's he a could very, give he could give you thirty on any night. Yep, and that and and that for me is like what is that's that, what Del, that, that, that's what Denver's built around. That's what I was going to say. Is that not indicative of their whole roster, though? Absolutely, and yeah, that that's what makes them so good because they've got Jokic, who's obviously the centerpiece and the superstar. Um, but this is for so long. This has been a two or three superstar league, um, and. Denver's only had Jokic really as that superstar and yep. just guys that Jokic knows he's the man. The rest of the roster knows he's the man and they all just yep. find their place. And this is what I mean about Michael Malone. He finds the role and the place for every single player on that roster. He's had to do that even more, even more ever since Murray went down. 
Uh, so, um, yeah. It just pieces of shit. Jamal Murray is not a superstar yet either. So, like, he's very, very good. He's in that, Don- he's in well. that, in that Donovan Mitchell tier, isn't he? Yeah, he very well so could a, be. Like, and this is what makes Denver dangerous. So going back to what we were talking about with Dallas, and I'll even bring the Clippers in to give two examples. So teams that – so this is with, obviously, Kawhi being down. So, you know, we, we look at these two teams and we go, all right, who are their – you know, if I said to you who's a better second man at the moment for these three teams, Hardaway, Bart – who are you taking, Hardaway, Barton or Jackson? Barton. Yeah, same. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 I'm taking Barton. Yeah. Yep. And all they got to do is drink water. Uh, we'll see if Murray comes back at all. I'm pretty sure he will later in the year. And 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 that only makes them more dangerous again. That's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, like, and I think we know. I know I've banged on about Michael Malone a lot here, but. You see a lot of the guys that get injured, whether they might have long-term injuries or mid-term injuries, and it takes them a little bit to get back into the rhythm um, and find their place in the team again. But I don't think that would happen with Murray because everyone is completely aware of their role and their responsibilities. So I think when guys... If someone does have an injury from Denver... They're just going to seamlessly slide back into the team when they do come they're, back. They're so ridiculously deep. And this yeah. was my point with Barton's their fourth best player. Like, and and yeah. he's better than most teams' second best player. So uh, that's very, very dangerous. Yeah. Was it, so what was it? So 47. That's a, yeah, it's 47 a tad, and a half. This is a, this is a pretty it's easy. It's a tad, tad, two, tad two under for me. Yeah. yeah. It's it's pretty, pretty easy here. All right. We're going to wrap it, gents. I'm gonna I'm gonna edit this and edit this and go to bed and get up for some NFL. Um, yeah, boys. Those of you who haven't listened to Guess the Lions yet on the NPO Sports Podcast, please please do. Uh, Woody and I do that every week of a Thursday. Um, yep. And, and um, uh, a shout out to shout out to Timmy Sands. Yep, still, he, still, he still be, not quite 100% yet. We, we will but he see. should be back with us before too long. I we'll think whenever we do our next episode, he, he should be back on deck. And uh, thank, thanks for joining us, Chris. And uh, we'll, we'll, we, will, uh, we will see you again um, down the track for some more NBA knowledge. Yeah, mate. Just give me a hoit. I'm always free. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's been good. Right. Thanks, Chris. Right. Thanks, Chris. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thanks, lads.